Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode is episode 317, the 317th day of this leap year. There are 49 days until the end of the year, and boy, is my half a glass of water tired. Today's episode marks the 12th of November of the year 2020, and celebrations today include World Pneumonia Day, which you should celebrate by enjoying the crap out of your lungs, which labour away day in, day out, with very little conscious effort on your part, except at the top of hills, or for like five seconds doing meditation before your mind gets hijacked by itself in the long-running fight club that is existence. And your guest for today is a man who needs an introduction, because you probably haven't met him in person, and if you have, he will have refused to make eye contact. Celebrity, celebrity, and nine times disqualified candidate from the world's sexiest man list for the administration of illicit drugs to the judging panel, the man who puts the surgery id into lysergic acid, Andrew Zaltzman, welcome back to the show. Well, it's, uh, it's great to be back, and um, yeah, don't uh, don't look me in the eye. Don't, I mean, it's don't, I mean to be honest, people looking each other in the eye is at the root of most of the tragedies that have befallen humanity. And if you know, if everyone refused <laughs> to make eye contact, I think we'd all be a, a lot happier, in Britain? but a lot lonelier. I mean, Britain generally, we, we occasionally make eye contact. We never make soul contact. Uh, but it's the only way you restrain your surging urge to constantly create empires. Yes, yeah. So, yes, I mean, but we managed to create an empire entirely without making eye contact. It kind of, uh, um, it's one of our greatest uh, greatest achievements in many ways. I hear Queen Victoria once made eye contact, and that's why she had nine kids. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how people actually conceived in the before uh, sexual intercourse was discovered in 1963 by Philip Larkin. <laughs> Today's top story, which you will be bringing us, is how the world has been reacting to the downfall of Donald Trump. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. 
In the news today, a new statue commemorating Mary Wollstonecraft, the mother of feminism, is drawing mixed reactions because it's not a statue of Mary Wollstonecraft as much as it's meant to be a statue of her spirit or something rising up of her, out of a fountain of other women. As a leading influential news voice, I'm here to tell you I have no opinion on the statue. I think the statue is fine. If you don't like the statue, make your own statue. I feel statue-based politics are much like statues themselves, which is to say, briefly eye-catching and essentially a waste of your precious, precious attention real estate. Sure, you can care about more than one thing at once. Sure, you can care about statues and building a place where women are given the same opportunities and support that any other human or octopus person is given. But also, you know, for a fact that you only care about it because you saw someone else caring about it online. And I bet there are a hundred ugly statues you don't give a shit about. And if you love Mary Wollstonecraft so much, name one of her albums. And her daughter, Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley, doesn't count, or as we call her, Mary Wollstonecraft's monster. How do you feel about the Mary Wollstonecraft statue, Andrew? Well, I mean, until it started um, gyrating today, I was... You know, confused by it, but accepting of it. But I, I found that that when it became a sort of kinetic, moving sculpture, it was uh, distractingly erotic. Um, and also, <laughs> I just don't think in a, in a statue of uh, such a you know, pioneering feminist, you should um, give pigeons the opportunity to shit on a pair of tits. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Denmark, a few weeks ago, Denmark decided to cull all of its mink, up to 17 million animals because of the spread of a mutant form of coronavirus. That national cull has turned into a political outcry now that the Prime Minister has admitted the plan was rushed and had no legal basis. So it was just a COVID-based mink assassination. And I had no idea minks were still a thing. How many 1930s mob moles are still running around demanding minks, Andrew? (laughs) Well, a lot in Denmark, clearly. Maybe that's where they all went. That in some time in the late 1930s, people, I mean, obviously some interesting things were happening in the world in the late 1930s, but maybe moles found that Denmark had the, the secret to immortality and the elixir of eternal life and a lot of mink, hence they all ended up there. <laughs> That's all the time we have for the headlines we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now because you can't own everything, but you can own one of the following products. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bernice's Bridal Laser for the bride who wants to rivet everyone's attention to her shaking hands clutched on the hair trigger of a blasting tool. Bernice's Bridal Laser. A sign I saw today. (laughs) And do you need to euthanise a mink, Andrew? (laughs) That sounds like a quite horrific euphemism. (laughs) Uh, Give it a final meal of filet mignon, insects, and an aged half glass of water. Brought to you by the coronavirus spreading to the mink population and half a glass of water. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Thank you. 
The Last Post. Now it's time for your top story. Andrew Zaltzman, you're our narcissist's correspondent. How is the world reacting uh, to Trump's defeat? Well, with a mixture of uh, confusion and barely disguised giggling and slight concern for the entire future of uh, the human experiment, which is uh, going through a, an interesting <laughs> phase. We mentioned the kinetic Mary Wollstonecraft statue, the uh, the new improved interactive cyber statue of Abraham Lincoln in the Lincoln Memorial. Over the past week, uh, went into a frown, uh, then a series of marble tears trickling down its face and um, was uh, last seen just huddled up in a ball, whimpering to itself. So, I mean, it's, it's good that statues now have the ability to reflect, you know, the emotions of uh, the people they they represent in a way that politicians simply simply can't anymore. I mean, the world's general reaction <laughs> has been, I guess, very much like the reaction of people in a pub when someone is throwing a tantrum about being given the wrong kind of ketchup and starts wielding a crossbow at the same time. You know, sort of trying to suppress the laughter, but at the same time genuinely concerned for what may happen next. And, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, kind of speculation about exactly what Trump's aims are. I don't, have, he, have you managed to speak to him? Because I know you were trying to get him on the show, weren't you? For I was trying to, to get him on the show, but uh, I was only able to get through to his uh, secretary, um, who sent me to his undersecretary, who sent me to Four Seasons Total Landscaping. <laughs> um, right. To me, the astonishing thing about it is the Trump supporters supporting Trump like rats that have decided to stick with the sinking ship. <laughs> yeah, and rats that have convinced themselves that they are, in fact, herring, but are still... <laughs> patently rats but i mean i guess you know i've tried to understand it from trump's reaction this is obviously you know before we got into um obviously that you know the deep humiliating scar of losing to a candidate that he joked about losing to in, in bob the sentient trash island you know saying that you know if he lost to a sentient trash island said it's one of his rallies a few weeks ago then he might as well just go and bob around in the sea and become a sentient trash island himself <laughs> to raucous uh, cheers from his uh, adoring crowd. Well, I mean, he's really, I think, probably maybe just buying time at the moment, refusing to acknowledge and congratulate um, um, President-elect Trash Island. Maybe he's buying time until a vacancy in another country comes up, which the way of world politics is, is quite likely now. Talks of uh, Guatemala as a possibility. Uh, Liechtenstein have offered to step up to the plate and... Uh, Almost take care of him for the world, like a like a miniature alpine crash. So we'll see what what comes of that. <laughs> and also, there's the sort of element of threats of of what he may do to America. And there there's talk that he could be holding a press conference later today in which he tells all the children in America that Santa Claus doesn't exist. So it's it's getting very worrying, just you know, for the the, the well being of America as a nation and. Uh, and the rest of the world by association. The latest claims from his camp, uh, Rudolf uh, Giuliani, um, whilst pulling his trousers up and doing up his flies, said that the uh, votes of everyone who voted against Trump were invalid because they weren't shrieking God bless America and firing an assault rifle whilst voting. And it was pointed out that, that that's you don't have to do that. And he said, but yeah, you do. So uh, that's going to run through the courts. <laughs> Trump himself just this morning passed an executive order trebling the value of all votes uh, for him, um, which uh, uh, c could see him re retain the election if the Supreme Court, which he stacked in his favour, 
uh, votes uh, votes with him. Uh, also, he has claimed uh, just just before we started recording that he is in fact. Bob the sentient trash island, and that Bob is an imposter. So that could be another way for him to to stay um, stay in the White House. It's interesting. The you know, obviously the, the latest with uh, with Melania as well, and what's what's happened to her and the, the whole the whole Mars expedition. Just to catch up any of our listeners, Melania replaced herself with a robot, escaped uh, on a ship for a SpaceX launch. Uh, with some kidnapped Calvin Klein models and has launched herself towards Mars while Ivanka back home has um, evolved Pokemon style into a into a Melania to fill her shoes. I guess that was always always inevitable, although whether the Melania is, is more effective as a, as a Pocky character than, than the Ivanka, t- time will tell. The, the Calvin Klein Mars colony, Mars was selected because there's no oxygen, water or food, so models will be pretty well adapted to, to life on the red planet. Um, the repaired robot Melania has been hacked by pranksters. been a lot of pranking since the election, and has now been uh, posting social media messages with uh, extremely uh, erotic daydreams about CNN news anchors, which is causing further fury. The, uh, the, well, the, the dispute between Mike, Mike Pence... And uh, The Rock, the incoming vice vice president-elect, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, what well, Rock versus Pence, a battle of outdated currencies in many ways. Um, <laughs> and um, Johnson, uh, whose real name, of course, is Igneous Petrogenesis, uh, of course, is now in line to be president. Should President Trash Island at some point resign or break up into multiple floating islets of trash or make landfall, which, of course, could make Bob the first president to be impeached. So people have been yeah, worrying a lot about whether... What kind of president Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be? Would he seek to reach across the divide to people who don't like pro wrestling or find action movies hollow, repetitive and commercially cynical? I guess we don't know. But we don't need to worry about that yet, I think. I think that's uh, that's throwing too far too far forward. So, I mean, the, the global reaction... Let's just say, Andrew, that if he does reach across the aisle, it will be with massive guns. <laughs> and, and by guns, I mean arms, not uh, guns as in arms, as in the physical... Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, in many ways, The Rock will be, you know, the 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 president or vice president who has most devotedly lived up to the Second Amendment right to bear arms throughout his throughout his career, <laughs> his seldomly sleeved career. It's going to be interesting, Alice, to see you know how it plans out. But at the moment, the world is essentially hiding behind a sofa, simultaneously wetting itself and laughing hysterically. Uh, in both fear and amusement. That's all the time we have for your top story today. And unfortunately, we do not have time for your letters to the editor, but there will be more letters tomorrow if you listen to The Last Post. Then, thank you for listening to The Last Post now. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year. And with a month and a half till the end of the year, if you haven't recommended us to your friends, it's more a reflection on your moral character than on ours. Big hello to our listeners in the other dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. Andrew, have you got anything to plug? Uh, Yes, a new TV show, Alice, called What Were We Really Watching, which is a reassessment of the children's TV shows of our past, trying to find any hidden messages. And um, we're looking at the uh, TV show Sooty. Um, I don't know if, uh, if, if you were a Sooty aficionado but for you know, British people of, of my generation you know, very much you know, the absolute foundation of our childhood watching Sooty on television but uh, we're reassessing it and in particular the role of his girlfriend Sue 
who was a panda <laughs> and often spelled S-O-O, but recently uncovered documents have shown that it's actually spelled S-U. Oh. So if you put panda in the letters S-U, you get Spandau, which is the name of the prison in which prominent <laughs> Nazi Rudolf Hess was incarcerated for four decades until his death in 1987. So the programme is, is really analysing what we can read into that, particularly as Sooty himself, uh, his... The head of the sooty puppet was the exact dimensions of the dome of a never-built megastructure designed by the Nazi architect <laughs> Albert Speer. So, I, I, you know, it is always when you look back at things, you know, they're not quite as you remember them, but um, this was a particularly harrowing episode. Sounds dreadful. I, I won't be watching that, but I feel like conspiracists should all get into cryptic crosswords. I feel like that's an alignment of skills. <laughs> Yeah. The last post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle Podcast's production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or for one-stop shop of all of my stand-up specials, podcasts and blogs, sign up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for behind-the-scenes past to my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, his sub-producer, the editor, his hench thug, and the iron fist inside his velvet glove is the inimitable pet hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees. Supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.